today on CityCast Madison. You've heard the chants, Blue Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. What Black Lives Matter means to one Madison grandma? Justice for Tony. Sharon Irwin Henry has been fighting for eight years to get the case of her grandson, Tony Terrell Robinson Jr. heard. He was a biracial teenager shot and killed by a Madison police officer, Matt Kenny, in 2015. Sharon says her grandson didn't need to be killed. She says the officer didn't follow proper protocol and there's evidence to prove it. But she hasn't had her day in court. The latest, she asked a Dane County judge for a special prosecutor to bring criminal charges against Kenny. It was denied. We sat down with Sharon to learn what happens next. It's Monday, July 31st. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Hi, Sharon. Thanks for being with us. I'm glad to be here, actually. So I appreciate you having me on. We appreciate you being here with us. You've been fighting for justice for your grandson for eight years now. First of all, how are you? <laughs> I'm all over the place. I'm literally all over the place. I I am painting a picture of my granddaughter on a wall. I'm working on this case here, I'm writing a book just to keep my mind from just being consumed, being consumed. So I'm doing other things because his decision just really kind of was like, wow. But then I realized I'm working against a system that doesn't want to change. So you have to fight. You're referencing the latest... Um, around Dane County Judge Stephen Elke. Uh, and we'll get to that soon. But I think first we need to just share for those who didn't live in Madison at the time what happened. Back in 2015, Madison police responded to a 911 call on Willie Street regarding your 19-year-old grandson, Tony Terrell Robinson Jr. His friend called it in saying Tony was acting erratically under the influence of psychedelics. MPD officer Matt Kenny responded to the call and entered the apartment, and within 20 seconds had shot Tony seven times. He died on those steps. When they put him into the ambulance, they were trying to bring him back to life. He had seven bullets in him, one directly into his heart. There's, there was searing around that. I don't know if you understand what that means. I had to learn all this. I did. Searing means that the gun was within, oh, it's uh, either on his chest or within an inch or two from his chest. It's fire burns. Oh, my goodness. Fire burns around his heart. That And there were four of them in his chest. The last four bullets he fired that you can watch him fire from the video of their camcorder. Um, those, are the, those are the kill shots. That's a military stance he took. I understand that as a military. I was military. I'm 100% disabled veteran, so. Yeah. Kenny claimed self-defense in the event, and our district attorney, Ishmael Ozan, cleared Kenny of any wrongdoing and said he would not prosecute the officer. Kenny's still on the force today. Meanwhile, you've been fighting ever since to get the officer criminally charged, and that's where we are here today. And I just want to ask, why keep fighting? Because <laughs> if it was your grandson, I think you would continue to fight. This is not right. There is no honor. 
you can't put a uniform on and kill somebody and say it's okay. It's not. You have to have honor when you put that uniform on and Matt Kenny lied to justify shooting my grandson. It's all in the evidence. And when I look at the evidence, I see you didn't have a right to do that. Do you think I'm going to stop just because you said no? Just because Chief Kobo said it was okay? Because I stand for the truth. If it wasn't true, I wouldn't be here. If I thought at any given moment that Terrell deserved what he got, I would say, boy, what were you doing? But he did not deserve what Matt Kenny did. And he did not deserve the publicity he got behind all that. I fight for the right to stand up and be heard as a citizen. It's become a thing for all of us, not just Terrell. It's a system that fights against you if you are marginalized. The only people who get any kind of justice, and that's not really true, are people who got money and can afford it. If you can't afford it, you sit in the gutter with the rest of us. You are calling him by his name Terrell. That's how you reference him. That's his middle name. Tony Terrell Robinson Jr. His name is Tony Terrell Robinson Jr. His dad is Tony. When he was in sixth grade, he became Tony to all his friends. But he grew up in in the family being called Terrell, so we didn't confuse the two of them. And so, you know, we're talking about justice. What does justice for Tony look like today? It looks interesting. Justice looks like people seeing the truth. Justice looks like people looking at the evidence and making their mind up for themselves. Was this justified? I've never asked anybody to do anything but look. Look at the evidence. See what I'm saying. Understand what I'm saying. This man killed him, shot him seven times without cause, and then lied about it three different times. And guess what? Nobody did anything. Because he wore a uniform, we say it's okay. It's not. You got to open our eyes as a people and understand we got a different way to be. Otherwise, get the six shooters out. Let's play Wild Wild West, which is exactly what we're doing. So is the goal that Matt Kenny is behind bars? That's part of it, yeah. That's definitely part of it. Yeah, is it, or, you know, that Tony Terrell Robinson Jr.'s name is cleared? Yes, that's the big part. I want you to see the evidence. Do I know or think that a system's going to throw one of theirs in prison? It's highly unlikely. And Wisconsin is an interesting place to be. How can you be, Dane County be the number one place where it's really bad for black people to be, especially young black men. But it's really great if you're white and you live here. Now, you probably won't want to say that. But looking at the stats. Yeah, looking at the facts. That's just based on facts, honey. That's it. I run with the truth. I run with facts. I'm a very emotional person. I have to have my facts right. Because these people don't want emotion. They want facts. And, you know, you're saying you want people to look at the evidence. What do you want people to know about what happened that night? I want to know that Matt Kenny lied about everything. Simple things that I had to learn as a 65-year-old grandma. Uh, that an, an, a 9 millimeter Glock ejects its bullets to the left and behind them. All seven of those bullets were outside. 
outside on the porch or in the in the driveway. You cannot fire that gun on the eighth step, like he said, and have any of those bullets be all the way downstairs. The officer said that he went, entered, and he went up the stairs, and there was a fight. Yes. And that his head got beat into a wall, and that he had to shoot Terrell, because he felt like he was going to lose consciousness. That was the story he told DCI. The one he told the sergeant directly after he killed him, I heard the audio. He said, I started up the stairs. I got maybe halfway up there when he rounded the corner. And the man must have looked at him. He goes, he goes, well, I had to hit him. I had to do this because he hit me. I had to do this. That's what this man said. Then, he, then the story changes to he went up to the eighth step. He got there. He turned the corner. And Terrell came at him and beat his head into that wall. Guess what? That hole has none of his DNA in there. None of it. Absolutely none of it. And you mentioned DCI is the State Department of Justice, the Division of Criminal Investigation. Yes. So what you're saying, there's discrepancies in Officer Matt Kenny's story from, you know, the evidence. What evidence do you think DA Ozan didn't consider when he decided not to charge Officer Kenny? <laughs> Any of it. He didn't, if you go back to Ozan's statement, the one thing that he determined this on was based on the, the, the officer's statement. You know what? In a civil case, the Honorable Judge Peterson found that that statement wasn't viable because it didn't match anything. None of the ballistics, none of the evidence, none of the blood splatter, none of that blood splatter starts when you get shot. That blood splatter didn't start until he was on the sixth, sixth step when he got shot in the hand, the face, and the shoulder. And he fell forward and came down and landed on his butt on the stair bottom, and Kenny shot him four more times in the chest. Those were the shots that killed him. I believe he shot up him because there was a hole in the wall at the door, in the closet, a stray bullet. Where did that come from? I asked over, and I could be totally wrong about this, but I asked, I said, I want to know how many bullets were fired from that gun. I never got the answer. I thought they were eight, not seven. Seven went into him, and he shot up in that first because the people downstairs heard him say, please don't. I just want to, My you heart. know, recognize, yeah, you're, you're about, maybe say that your heart was broken. I mean, just recognize the emotion that you're experiencing right now and what that would be like and that you have, you know, these details and, and having to go through them. You've been fighting for justice in so many different ways and telling this story. I feel like I'm Perry Mason or something. You know, I never was a lawyer. I have to run to the law school and find out what it means and then go back to the DA and say, hey, you're wrong. Then I got to run back to the law school and find out what it means and then run back to the DA and say, this is what's up. I know what probable cause is. I know what beyond a reasonable doubt is. I know that this case, that can, he can't even use Graham versus Connor. Often police officers in these sorts of Fatal shootings uh, often rely on the federal case. You mentioned Graham versus Connor. Um, it's a federal case and it establishes that police can use violence in self-defense. Which is what all the police officers use now as a way to get out of anything. You can't even use that because there was no fight. 
there was no contact, even by their own SOPs. If he had the ability to move backwards, he shouldn't have used his gun. He was at the bottom of the steps. He should have never gone in. The latest news, you push for the DA to prosecute the officer. He didn't. You push for a DOJ investigation, try to get a federal civil rights case against the city and Kenny. And your latest, uh, you submitted a petition last year using a rarely cited Wisconsin law that gives Wisconsinites the right to request a judge to review evidence and possibly bring a criminal charge in the case that a DA refuses to take it on. A decision just came down on that. Dane County Judge Stephen Elke dismissed your petition. Uh, he says it's not clear who would prosecute any criminal charges against Kenny in lieu of the DA and that he doesn't himself have authority to appoint a special cr- prosecutor. In his dismissal of my petition, he says point blank, I assume for this decision that Sharon Irwin Henry has met all the requirements of the 968.02 which is a DA has refused or cannot prosecute. And he's done it more than once for me over the last eight years. He's refused me probably five or six times. That's one of them. The other one is I give him the evidence and they see it's probable cause. He says, I met both of those. Actually, he said he assumes I did. Again, the wordplay crap. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to cuss. Yeah, it's it's totally okay. I mean, my goodness gracious. I mean, what... <laughs> The, you're in the courts. You're not a lawyer yourself. You're you're learning statutes and you know all of these, these you know in the weeds, legalese things. And this is the latest. And you're saying, hey, this this is the latest legalese. Apologize. You no know, no need to apologize. I I just wanted to point out the fact that <laughs> you're you're finding you know this judge's opinion was your take is that it was faulty. Will you be appealing his ruling? His opinion, yes, we're appealing now. His opinion, I don't necessarily say it was faulty. He could be absolutely right. But he's, like I said, he could have made a decision in order to, at the hearing for probable cause and move it forward. But here's the problem that I foresee. All the special prosecutors being assigned are all saying they will not go forward. All of them. So what happens now? What happens now is we go to the appeals court and we appeal his decision. You tell the citizens of of Madison, Wisconsin and Dane County that they can't do this on their own. If the DA isn't doing what he's supposed to do. Do you know what the Ozane said to me? I kept bugging him and bugging him, bugging him. I said, why won't you prosecute this? You know, it's beyond a reasonable doubt besides probable cause. You can find probable cause on a head of lettuce. I had to give them thousands of pages of evidence. It's beyond a reasonable doubt. He knows it. He said to me, I can't win. Terrell has the same rights everybody else has. Everybody else has the right to a hearing in a court of law. You've denied my boy the right. You're not going to do that. Not, not, I, don't, I don't go put on a uniform and to stand for a country that is this, then. What, what does that mean to me? That I fight for a country that doesn't fight for us? Knowing that you've been in this, what would you say to someone... Or what should Madison do to make sure no one else ends up in your shoes? <laughs> there are 
there are, there are people who are watching, who are opening their eyes. You know how you don't get in these shoes? We're already in a really tough spot. There are kids who are killing kids out here because they've learned that from us. We don't care about them until we're putting them in prison. We don't do anything for them. And we're, we, they, we fight each other for the money, the little bit of money that they give to people because they would rather spend it on big jails to throw all these people in. How do we change this? One person at a time. The Jamaicans got a saying, one won't cocoa fill a basket. One person at a time, we're going to change this. My, I built a foundation. That's all I'm doing is building a foundation that we can step on. Sharon, thank you so, so much for joining us and bringing us up to date on the latest. I appreciate it. We're moving forward. We got to make change. We do. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just on the forefront. Everybody's going to follow. We're going to we're going to make a difference. We're going to be different. We're going to move toward a better us. But we have a lot to do before we get there. So I built the foundation. Let's go. That's Sharon Irwin Henry, grandmother of Tony Robinson and local activist. We reached out to Dane County District Attorney Ishmael Ozan for his take. He wrote us back to say no comment. Here's what he said back on May 12, 2015. This was when DA Ozan announced his decision not to prosecute Madison Police Officer Matt Kenny. My decision will not bring Tony Robinson Jr. back. My decision will not end the racial disparities that exist in the justice system, in our justice system. My decision is not based on emotion. Rather, this decision is based on the facts as they have been investigated and reported to me. This decision is guided by the rule of law and the oath I took to uphold the Constitution. I conclude that this tragic and unfortunate death was the result of a lawful use of deadly police force and that no charges should be brought against Officer Kinney in the death of Tony Robinson Jr. Audio was courtesy of WRT-FM. We also reached out to the Madison Police Department for comment. They have not made anyone available nor provided any statement as of today. To our knowledge, Officer Matt Kenny has not granted any interviews to the press about this incident. And here's what else Madison's talking about. Mental health. Every Monday night, including tonight, July 31st, there's a safe space for black men and other men of color to talk about how they're doing, as well as current events. It's hosted by I Am Balanced Wellness. If you're interested, that'll be at the Arts Incubator in Fitchburg. Also, Tuesday night, Wakanda Forever. Parks Alive is hosting an outdoor screening of the latest Black Panther movie. That's at Aldo Leopold Park. We'll toss a link at our show notes to both events if you want to go check them out. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not share this episode with a grandmother in your life? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then, take good care of each other.